When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we are going to uh, talk about Trump and NATO and the U.S. Constitution. And we're just going to run through some things because Trump had a really interesting story that he told. And I feel like it's worth going over his story and what he was saying and comparing it to, you know, the real world. Because I think it's going to teach us something, not just about what he said, but about the people who cheered it. Before we get into this, I want to remind everybody that one of my, uh, I don't know, one of the things that just bothers me is when people misuse the term treason. Because treason in the United States, oh, it's special. It is special. Treason is defined in the U.S. Constitution. It's kind of cool. It has a, a special place in that way. And it's limited in the United States. Treason is incredibly limited in the United States. In videos about this, I normally say, in the U.S., you have to try to commit treason. Okay, so let's talk about what Trump said. First, he said that you know, he was meeting with the NATO people and he, he forced them to pay more and, and he did this by it doesn't matter because he's lying. The deal to increase all the payments, that happened in 2014. He's taking credit for something he didn't do. He wasn't president then. Now, as far as his little story, he was talking about countries who weren't paying what he felt they should pay. And he... uh He said that he told him that he wouldn't protect him if Russia attacked him. And then he told this story about the leader of a big country, didn't say which country, but I'm sure whoever this was stood up and said, sir, and held him with both hands. And he was a big, strong man with tears in his eyes or whatever. Um, But he said, this is quoting Trump, he said that this person asked if if Russia attacked this big country, that was a member of NATO, and they weren't paid up, that Trump really wouldn't protect him. I said, you didn't pay? You're delinquent? No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever they want. you got to pay. So he's saying that if Russia attacked a NATO ally, that he would encourage Russia. He would adhere to them. That's interesting. Okay, so first, we're going to start with this. It's part of the U.S. Constitution. I'm certain that all of Trump supporters have read the U.S. Constitution. I know this is just a refresher. It's not like I believe this is the first time you're ever going to hear this because you've never read it. This Constitution and the laws of the United States which shall be made in pursuance thereof and all treaties made or which shall be made under the authority of the United States, shall be the supreme law of the land. 
It's called the Supremacy Clause, if you want to look it up for yourself. So, treaties are part of that. You probably didn't know that. Now, if you want to know what's interesting about the, the NATO treaty, Article 5 kind of enshrines the idea that an attack on one is an attack on all. So if somebody was, let's say Russia, if they were to attack a NATO country, even a big NATO country, well, that would be an attack on all members of NATO. Article 3, Section 3, Clause 1. Treason against the United States shall consist only in levying war against them or in adhering to their enemies, giving them aid or comfort. If a nation attacked the United States and somebody cheered them on, that would probably fall under that, especially if they were in a position to influence policy and use their office to do so. Trump doesn't belong anywhere near foreign policy. His claims about everything he accomplished, most of them cannot survive a basic fact check. His statements about how he would run things Either he doesn't understand how anything works, or he's just lying. The idea that the United States would uh, shirk its responsibilities under NATO, that is the kind of statement that undermines global security. I know that NATO is not well-liked by a whole lot of people. And there's good reason for that. You can debate whether or not NATO is a good thing. You can't debate that NATO, in many ways, is the foundation of Western security, of the U.S. national security. Somebody who would undermine that for some just wildly uneducated take on foreign policy probably doesn't need to be in the Oval Office. Now, there are going to be a whole bunch of people who uh, who are probably going to comment talking about how bad NATO is. And a whole lot of what they say, it's going to be true. And their take, for a whole lot of them, is going to be that NATO shouldn't exist. And they're going to make that argument from an ideological perspective, a philosophical one. If you follow it through and ask them if they care about U.S. national security, I'm willing to bet that every one of them that says that NATO shouldn't exist will say no. If that is your uh, opinion, that the U.S. should have weakened national security, that's fine. That's, that's your position, and there's nothing wrong with that inherently. But I would suggest that maybe you're not a good candidate for President of the United States.
Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.